Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we take a deep dive into the darkest recesses of the internet and try to find anything interesting or even comprehensible. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Cyberlord Jeff Kowalski, <laughs> king of the web. Oh boy, I can't compete with that. I'm just Louisa Heron. You're more of a surf, I think, Louisa. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're, you're, Someone uh, tell you're, me what I need to be hacking. <laughs> you're you're staying of Reddit. Piles of dirt, I think. <laughs> Maybe cyber dirt? I haven't figured out what that is yet. I've I've made you Yarl of MySpace. <laughs> oh no! That's the worst one! That's when, that's like when a king gives you a um uh, a um, viceroyhood. No, listen, like a viceroyhood, but really far away, because it's like an insult as well as an honor. Oh right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then you get to your new viceroydom and you're like, why are there all these shitty indie bands here? Yeah, I don't MySpace. get it. Oh, okay. At least Tom's on no, my side. It. Was he? Was he MySpace? Uh, I yeah, was it MySpace? Tom. Tom. Yeah. His name was Tom, and he was everyone's friend. Yeah, I right. love. I love that Tom from MySpace is on the same level as the sandwich artist thing from Subway, where like it's not really a joke. It's just the only thing about that thing anymore, and it's funny to mention it, but it doesn't. <laughs> yes, it's not really funny on its own. It's just funny that that is the only thing that. We if remember about it. you became ruler of MySpace, would Tom be like your Merlin? Like he knows everyone already mm-hmm. and he's got magic powers. Maybe. Or would he be like Morgan Morgan Le Fay? Oh no. And he would try to seduce you and then murder you. Oh god. <laughs> yes, definitely that one. Yes. Yeah. He's the person who's showing you the ropes. He's the uh, Denzel Washington from uh, Training Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. King Kong's speech got about on anyone. Regulating. Wait, was regulators? Was that a different movie? That yeah, was like a, a western, movie. right? Shit. Uh-huh. Okay. That was that was written for like young guns. Or yeah, something. I know. I just guns. remembered that. Yes, I know. Thank you. I can't believe how dumb that movie is and how many good songs came out of it. <laughs> The trouble is, it came out at a time just right for you and me, Matt. Probably not you, Jeff, but for people you knew who were kids to be, like, super enamored with it and not being old enough yet to know that it was garbage. Yeah, I suppose that's true. I don't think I've ever actually seen it, but the <laughs> fact that it's seen a, about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a Western movie that's got, like, uh, Christian Bale is the lead Don't think guy, that's true. No, Christian Slater Keeper. is the lead guy, that right? That sounds right. Keeper I Sutherland. also haven't seen it. Sure. Uh, I remember in school, a lot of people were obsessed with, I want to say it was Tombstone. Is that the one with the Val Kilmer? See, that one I think is actually might be good. Yeah, I, I also think people have fond one. memories of Tombstone. I remember people had a huge crush on Val Kilmer in that movie, and he is dying of consumption or something, I believe. Like, he looks yeah, real like life or in the movie? I mean, he's still alive, so he's probably fine. <laughs> but in the movie, for sure. Yeah, well, that's... Holiday? I mean, is that who you played? Every time any character in a movie has consumption, that's the person you're supposed to follow in love with. That happens mm-hmm. in yeah. uh, Moulin Rouge. Yes. It happens Mulan. in Mulan. <laughs> yeah, the dragon now, has consumption. Not a lot of listen. people know about that. <laughs> Jeff, don't help Matt. He put forward this wild theory and I knew the only one he had in his pocket was Moulin Rouge and I wanted to name one other movie. Uh, Moulin 2. <laughs> Shut up. Characters <laughs> Tuberculosis. No, no, you can't. That's cheating. 
And we said consumption. Are they the mm. same? I don't remember anymore. Tuberculosis, yeah, tuberculosis in human culture. What? Tuberculosis is the same thing as consumption. Okay. Uh, <laughs> La Boheme. There's a lot of uh, French ones. <laughs> sure. Like. They drink the a lot jungle? of milk in France. Heavenly Creatures? Did they make what? a movie of the jungle? Hold on. Heavenly Creatures is a modern day. Yep. 1994. Uh, and someone had fucking tuberculosis in that movie? Yep. What? What's going on in episode- Australia? You remember the episode of ER where they found out somebody had tuberculosis? Tuberculosis in Chicago, they had to quarantine half the city. Yes. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. You get it from milk, right? That's one of the ones that pasteurizing stopped people getting so much. I think you get it from <sighs> smelling bad smells. Oh, yeah, you gotta keep a pomander on you at all times. <laughs> yes. You gotta fire cannons down the streets to get the miasma out of the way. <laughs> There's, the only uh, things we're really sure we know about is bogus <laughs> medicine from history. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're really good on that, though. Oh, yeah, Louisa, you took that quiz to figure out which of the four humors you have. Yeah, I've got melancholy, so I need to eat more. Does that mean you have too much yellow bile? I don't remember which That's one it is. It might be black. I think it might be black, though. That means you need to eat more soft vegetables, I think. Is that one? Hmm. I don't like those. Yep. Well, I, the important thing is that I am an earthbender. What are we doing? Yes. Mm-hmm. You are. You got that shovel now. Yep. <laughs> you and can Jeff, do all you're a real carry. We've all said it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. I'm a real Donatello. Yep. <laughs> Carrie was the Donatello of Sex in the City, I think. <laughs> Surely Leonardo was the carry of Sex and the City. I think you'll... Oh, no. Oh, yeah, you're right. Samantha was the Donatello, because I distinctly remember an episode where she gets a dildo and does machines. Yes, yes. Hey, it's all it. true. Good I got work. There. Yes. Oh, man. I don't know anything about Sex and the City, because I did not have um, HBO at the time, and also because I'm a man, and therefore it was not marketed to me, so I didn't... Boo! I don't I didn't know. I I should watch it until much later. Hey, here's the problem, though. You were a very young man, a boy even, when it was on, and it was called Sex and the City, so surely you would have watched it. I didn't have the yeah, home I, box well, office channel. Yes, but, I if, think, but if you I had think, had it, you would have watched it. Probably. Yeah, I think, Jeff, you might have been just a bit too young, because me and my friends, when Sex and the City was on, all we wanted to do was figure out how we could watch that show without <laughs> anyone knowing, because <laughs> surely there would be sex. And later on, when I was a grown-up and I actually watched it, and I think it's a pretty good show, but yeah. I-, I watched it and I realized that if I had seen it when I was a kid, I would have never wanted to have sex because all it does <laughs> is make you think sex is gross. Well, that's Here's a fact the thing I'm sex. thinking it's now, true. though. Miranda liked to eat pizza sometimes because she hated herself, and Michelangelo likes to eat pizza, so she would be the Michelangelo. Mm, so you're applying an aspect of self-loathing to Michelangelo's party <laughs> yeah. attitude. Oh, yes! Why is he partying all the time? None of the other turtles want to do that. He hates himself. Yeah, he has to keep partying so that he doesn't <laughs> look in the mirror and exactly. realize the disaster that is his life. He's a yes. real slurms Mackenzie in that way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. Yes. Now, why didn't Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Sex and the City ever have a crossover? Because they Ooh. did take place in the same city, as you'll recall. Yes, that's true. <sighs> and I feel like April O'Neil could have really easily blended into the Sex and the City crowd and we wouldn't have even noticed. Yeah. Yes. If Miranda, no, sorry. If Samantha came into a scene wearing a yellow vinyl jumpsuit, it wouldn't mm-hmm. have even been any kind of news. It's true. And then Charlotte would be like, should I leave my husband so that I can go and fuck Leonardo? <laughs> 
yes, she probably would have. Ah, <laughs> uh, you remember Kyle McLaughlin was her husband on that show? God, yeah, he's so he was such good. A gross pervert. Yeah, no, yeah. he didn't. He didn't want to have sex with her ever. So yes, she I know, but to. he was also a gross pervert of like wanting to have his mom in the room when they slept together for the first time and stuff. Yeah, he, yeah, he was all that. That's true. God, yeah. You guys so say good. that they're... he's so great, Kyle McLaughlin. I mean, not the character. <laughs> yes, I have a hard time now though because I I love Kyle McLaughlin in lots of things. And I keep on wanting to watch movies, but Jen only knows him from Sex in the City, and she's like, oh no, it's that pervert. <laughs> no, hold on, hold on, hold on, though. If you look at a cross-section of Kyle McLaughlin's roles, mm-hmm. I don't know- all the time. <laughs> yes, I don't know how many you can say he's not a pervert in. Yeah. Even in Dune, I think, if you really <laughs> read deep down, like, when when he says the slow knife penetrates the shield to Patrick Stewart, I think we all know what he means. You don't have to even go that deep for Dune to be perverted. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a psychosexual thriller. David Lynch made it. Yes. That's true. Although the real sexual pervert in that one is staying in his leather lord cloth. Mm-hmm, yep. Oh, golly. Okay, Jeff. Kyle McLaughlin you... was oh. in Showgirls. Yes. That's a movie for perverts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all I can... I'm trying to think of things he didn't do with David Lynch, because you're like, oh, maybe it's just David Lynch who's a pervert. But no, Kyle McLaughlin's yeah. probably also a pervert. I told you he's the bad guy in the new house with a clock in its walls, right? Oh, man. No, you didn't. Yeah, the horniest oh, children's so movie of all time. It is so horny, the <laughs> devil licks his whole body. <laughs> <laughs> like, you see the devil's tongue running over his skin. <laughs> What I'm not that? joking, that's really in it. The radiating <laughs> sexual energy of Kate Blanchett and Jack Black living in a house together? Jesus. You yeah, have a thing a for Jack together. Black and I don't understand it. You have a thing for him in that maybe he's a sexual be- being, which I don't agree with, and that he's funny, which I also don't agree with. He's I think he's extremely funny. funny and talented. <sighs> he, yeah, he made, I'm he's sorry, made a lot very of- wrong, <laughs> He's made a lot of bad career choices, but I recommend watching his YouTube channel, which is very funny. Ugh, I mean, not watching anybody's YouTube channel. I know, Louisa, I know that you liked him when he was on Mr. Show in the early days of his career. I did, but he was always acting so hard. That was a real turnoff. That's true, but when he did the musical segments, the, the joke the musical is one of the best things Mr. Show ever did. Okay, that's fair. Yes, agreed. Uh, okay, Jeff, what did you do to get through this week? Uh, so Thursday evening, I made a trek over to Manhattan and viewed a motion picture at the AMC movie theater. Uh, How did, long does it take you to get to Manhattan? Uh, I mean, it depends on where I stop. To get from, like, door to door from my house to the movie theater takes from 40 to 60 minutes, depending on Jesus how the trains Christ. are. Christ! <laughs> that, is, that, is that is triple the number I thought you were going to say. <laughs> I mean, I go to a movie theater that is far away because I have the AMC subscription and the AMC theaters, there's like various of them. Some of them are better than others. This one is less busy than the one that's like next to the Empire State Building, which would probably be a little faster to get to. I remember in the days shortly after college when I dated exclusively women who lived in New York City, which was a bad idea. And You were a real Samantha at the time, am I right? Yeah, it's true. I was. I really (laughs) like to wear a strap on to date. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. What Samantha does? <laughs> yeah. I mean, she does probably. sometimes. Come on, yeah. Jeff. It's the anyway. 90s. Be cool, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 
Um, but uh, I remember going into the city to go on dates with various girls and being like, oh, we should go see this movie. And then looking and realizing that it, each movie is only playing at one of the theaters in Manhattan. They don't like, you can't see all the movies at one theater in Manhattan. That's crazy. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. I had to tra- travel like across sense. the entire half of the island to go see like Frozen. What? That's that's the big Disney movie. Every theater should be playing that. Yeah, Manhattan doesn't Yeah, I don't know. I only go to AMC anyway. theaters and they all pretty much play the same things. Okay. Anyway, Jeff, defend your life choices to us. <laughs> yes, do it. By which okay. I mean, tell us what movie you went to see. Uh, I yeah, went to go that see movie. the sophomore uh, film from writer and director Jordan Peele titled Us. Mm. Tell this me is anything a- about that movie. I have only ever heard of the title. This is, okay. this, this is the horror film, is that correct? Yes. Uh, okay. Louisa, I believe that you should see it without knowing anything about it. I think that would be a fun experience. Oh my god. Louisa's never going to go see movies. it. It's a horror movie. Yeah. Didn't you see Get Out? No! Of course not! It's a horror That's movie! That's not even that scary! Yeah, it, it would is. be too scary for me! A, it's scary, and B, the whole third act of it is involves, like, um, Bradley... What's his name? Whitford. 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 Bradley Whitford stumbling around with a deer antler sticking out of his chest. <laughs> I uh, I thought this one was quite good, and it was much scarier and much uh, funnier than Get Out, while also being, um, I would say that it defies analysis. Uh, hmm, it's the type of movie where, like, Get Out, you watch it, and you're like, okay, I see what this is about, about the commodification of black culture, the way in which our society destroys black bodies, and gentrification. I came out of Get Us being like, I came Get out us. of us being like, I don't know what Get that out was to about. Get us, sorry. <laughs> Get, Get us, us out to the streets. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, I yes, go on. Yeah, I had no idea what it was about after I finished seeing it, and only through uh, talking with other people am I even able to sort of parse a little bit, like what the deal was with it. Um, now it's quite. Now enjoyable. I have not. Oh, I was just gonna say I have not seen the film, but I have seen a lot of trailers for it, and I'm imagining it like an adult remake of that uh, "Are You Afraid of the Dark" episode, where there were two dimensions uh, that were overlapping, and both of them were trying to kill the parallel dimension version of themselves. Hmm. I don't remember what that was That's fine, though, because it's... It's, it's called it's... The, the Tale of the Magic Specs, I think. I forgot for a second that this is a podcast and not a conversation, and you probably shouldn't just reveal the plot of this movie, which is yeah. new, and people probably want to see. I had who... specifically not wanted to do that. Can you tell me who stars in it, though? Uh, the star of the movie is Lupita Nyong'o. Winston Duke okay. plays her husband. There's some okay. kids in it. They are friends with a charming couple played by Elizabeth Moss and Tim Heidecker. Huh. Oh, no. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, I mean, actually, I feel like Tim Heidecker is a, a pretty okay guy. It's just the one thing that he did that I, that you know him for is terrible. <laughs> he played he pretty is... much totally straight in Bridesmaids. He was just the uh, yeah. fiancé. Was he the fiancé? Anyway, oh. he was in that. He's just a nice guy. Uh he is very, very good in the movie, uh, but he's not in it much, and his role is largely comedic, so that's part of why he's good. Um, I don't like most of the things he does that he creates, but I think that he's politically very cool, and I like to see him in things because he's good at acting. He's just a terrible uh, writer and creative artist. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. 
like, I, it's hard to say terrible because I feel like he is good at the thing that he wants to do. It's just the thing he wants to do isn't the thing I want to see. Mm, this is yeah. actually, this is a problem I have with another, uh, genuinely delightful person, Paul F. Tompkins, because the thing that he wants <laughs> to do is, uh, insufferable improv. And the thing That's I would true. like him to That's do true. is host the Tonight Show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his stand-up is amazing. Yeah, he's an incredible stand-up stand-up. If he could just get back to doing a podcast where he just talks into a microphone with no one else talking, oh my god. I I hated that one, too. Spontaneation (laughs) is over, and I'm wondering what he's going to do to follow up with that, because what I really loved was the first half of every episode of Spontaneation, where he just has a really interesting interview with someone famous. See, I don't care for that Mm, Yeah, I don't like that. I do love uh, a dead author's podcast. I wish he would do that again, because that was a brilliant idea. Yeah, Some the of them were real now, good. Right? That's the thing with ones with um, uh, guests, though. Sometimes they get a bad guess, and it totally sucks. That's true. Man, I was thinking earlier today, I was listening to some Stop Podcasting Yourselves, and Louisa, you've often said to me that the worst guests on that show are the ones that are famous enough yes. to think that it's an interview show. Mm-hmm. And man, is that true. <laughs> I don't get, I think there's like celebrities of a certain age who don't understand that podcasts aren't the same thing as TV shows and like, no one wants you to be interviewed on a podcast. There's no good interview podcasts because no one cares. People will say that about like uh, NPR ones, but I'm not fucking listening to that. I don't want to listen to anybody being interviewed. I mean, I will listen to an interview podcast where they're interviewing like a scientist or a a historian or somebody who knows something. Nope. But interviewing a celebrity on a podcast? Nah, no thanks. (laughs) Uh, So, Louisa, what did you do to get yourself through this damnable week? (laughs) Well, I made something this morning, because my memory is not that long. Uh, (laughs) And it was... (laughs) It was breakfast hot dogs, or egg dogs, (laughs) that we came up with earlier in the week in our Monster of the Week game that we all play in. Which was Uh, very funny at the time, because we didn't really it was 9.30 in the morning when we were ordering at a diner in-game, and uh, the waitress was suspicious that we wanted hot dogs. <laughs> so then we said, we, no, we want breakfast dogs. Chris's character <laughs> Chris's character Tucker wanted hot dogs. The rest of us wanted this, normal food. No, Angela wanted hot dogs because she's a slimer. <laughs> we figured yes, out. <laughs> the, the thing that I think this all arose from, which I don't know if we were all remembering this, but in one of the earliest sessions, we established that Angela, since she used to be an angel, doesn't really understand stand food, and the only food that she really is comfortable eating is hot dogs. So, everywhere you've ever gone, she's ordered hot dogs, mm-hmm. and uh, but then Chris was just like, yeah, I want hot dogs, too. Yeah, uh, I am delighted. Uh, we've been we've been talking here in the apartment uh, about egg dogs all week. You should say, hold on, <laughs> we should back up, because people don't know. In this game, two of our other friends play, three of our other friends actually play, but one is not involved uh, yeah, in two this of situation. Them are, two Yes. Two are my roommates. Holly yes, will definitely that is important. eat some egg dogs, though. <laughs> We'll uh, all fuck with some egg dogs. Let's yeah. not get yeah. beat so, up. But so the thing even is, even though I, I think they're very gross, <laughs> I would eat one just, so, to, just to know. I made some this morning, and I made one that was sort of like a Denver omelet dog that had diced up onions and peppers in uh, egg with some cheese. And I put that just on top of a hot dog in a bun. And then the other one, I wrapped the hot dog in bacon and fried that up. And then I had a fried egg 
and cheese and uh, spicy maple sauce on top. Louisa, you need to come up with a way to monetize your your genuine desire to make food mistakes. <laughs> I don't know how, though. That's the thing. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. what you need to figure out. Yeah, and People those, need to those... stop telling me that because they're always like, you should do this. And I'm like, yeah. What are all the intermediate steps between now and getting to that point? And then they're always like, mm, I don't know. I'm like, mm, stop suggesting it then. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm saying you should start like a YouTube series where you every episode ends with you throwing up in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I like that idea. <laughs> uh, tomorrow here at the apartment, we will be enjoying egg dogs. I went to the grocery store today. <laughs> I bought uh, all beef skinless sabrettes and I bought um, natural casing uncured all beef uh, like boars head hot dogs or something yeah uh, i got uh i think hebrew national like the bigger mm-hmm. ones because there are fewer of them in the pack and i'm not eating eight hot dogs come on yeah we're gonna so. uh we're gonna wrap them in bacon and deep fry them and then put them on buns with whatever chosen egg toppings we would like yeah here's the thing though when i made my dogs they were okay they both both those sandwiches would have been better without those hot dogs in there though mm. which means that i have failed because it should be something that harmonizes with the hot dog and neither of those did it's almost like this is a bad idea <laughs> listen there are <laughs> lots of bad ideas this one was yes. fun though that <laughs> you found a tagline for your youtube series <laughs> I think God, that God doesn't make no food mistakes. Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God don't make no trash. Uh, I think that uh, it would have it would have been uh, like against the spirit of what we were uh, daring each other to do, basically, but more <laughs> delicious if we had uh, done like bratwursts or breakfast sausages or something. Yes, definitely. So but it that's has to be hot easy, dogs. though. The yeah, thing is. Easy. The thing that's funny about this is the fact that it's a hot dog with an egg on it. You have a sausage with an egg on it? That's nothing. That's just breakfast. You're right. It is funny. It only hit me again when you said it. I'm picturing, like, a gorgeous, like, high-end hot dog restaurant, like, on a, like, Texas toast bun chili dog, just with a sloppy, sunny-side-up egg slid on top of it, making the whole thing. You're basically saying if Red Robin started serving hot dogs, what they would do. Yeah, pretty much, like, a a Red Robin-style hot dog with an egg on it. (laughs) Do you remember when we came up with the idea that Red Robin would be, like, Red roof in and have a hotel and they would put a fried egg on your pillow <laughs> i still think I that's don't. a good idea i don't remember it but i do think it's good did we oh, go it did, just came back to me did one of us go red roof in <laughs> probably okay maybe good i just wanted to make sure red, red uh, roof in already needed to merge with pizza hut did we talk about that because they look the same the buildings oh that would be pretty good because when you're staying in a hotel all you fucking want is to get that pizza. pizza in you yeah red roof yes. in yeah anyway um so were, were they dogs. good yeah they how were okay dogs? they were all right they were fine uh they, it was too much food also so mm. i had to give up on half of the second one and once i took the hot dog out of that half when i was like i'm definitely not finishing this i just had a couple bites of the egg on the bun and that was way better yeah egg sandwich hot dogs is, is too many hot dogs ever yeah that is definitely true I wanted to do it two ways, but then having bigger hot dogs, and then I also had pretzel buns, which they didn't have salsa, so that was good. But they were also like bigger than hot dog buns. Yeah, so. yeah I went. The 
other thing. I made sure I got buns that were bigger than hot dog buns so that they can fit the eggs on them. (laughs) Here's the other thing that I think maybe led you astray, Louisa, Mm -hmm. is hot dogs not cooked on a grill are a nightmare. They have to be grilled. I fried them up in the pan, and the one that was wrapped in bacon, of course I wanted to brown that bacon, so mission accomplished, did a great job there. The grease ran onto the other one and kind of frizzled it up on the outside, which was real nice. Yeah, but no. Hot dogs are already very gross, and the only thing that makes them edible is the fact that they have that, like, smoky grilled taste, I think. Well, that's fair, so when are you buying some hot dogs and grilling them up on your grill? Uh, I guess I could. With grilled eggs. I just went grocery shopping, so... (laughs) I wonder if you could. Oh boy, you can. What would happen if you put a gr- an egg on the grill? It would explode. <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs> no, you actually can do that, but you have to do the pinhole thing where you put a little pinhole in the end. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and then you blow all the egg out of it, and then <laughs> yeah. you put it on the grill. These grilled shells. Then you get your all your essential <laughs> calcium. <laughs> yes. Uh, you should, Matt, your your way should be a um, Cobb salad hot dog with hard-boiled egg up on there. Uh, <laughs> I thought you meant a Cobb salad with sliced up hot dogs instead of steak, and it was horrifying to even I, think I of. thought, for some reason, my mind went to wedge salad, and I thought instead of bacon, you'd have a hot dog, just a, a whole uncut hot dog on top of a wedge of lettuce. Hot dogs are fun, and I don't mind them, but trying to substitute any meat in any good dish with hot dogs is horrifying to me. Yes. Uh, anyway, Matt, your turn. Uh, well, <laughs> there's a few things I could talk about. The main thing that got me through this week was... was <laughs> nope, we've lost Louisa. <laughs> oh, God. Louisa's <laughs> struggling. That was so uh, bored, bored and dismissive, but then also <laughs> like... <laughs> But also, like, a little bit resentful. <laughs> yeah, I resented, that, I resented that you didn't give the cue like you were supposed to. I wasn't done talking. <laughs> you never let me finish talking. You cannot jump in. You need to, Louisa, you need to pick up a cue from Paul F. Tompkins and learn the improv technique where somebody gives you a hit that you need to stop doing your bit. I don't believe people do that in improv at all. <laughs> They're supposed to, though. <laughs> okay. So, Matt, anyway. what helped you get through the week? No, you shut up. <laughs> you shut up to let finish saying it. Matt, hey, Matt. Hey, yes. hey, Matt, what helped you get through the week this Louisa, week? Louisa, shut up. We're going to do my favorite segment. <laughs> We're doing Paul F. Tompkins now, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Louisa. Could you repeat the question? I didn't hear it. What, what helped you get through the week this week? Hmm, what an interesting question. I don't have a prepared answer. Um, <laughs> oh, we gave you so long to think of one at the moment, too. <laughs> I was being sarcastic. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, and it cut, me, is, it cut me deep. I'll do the uh, get the talk show host thing. Uh, so, have you been on an, on vacation anywhere recently? <laughs> nope. But <laughs> Okay, uh, commercial break time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the real thing that got me through this week is the Target off-brand version of the NyQuil uh, day and night cold medicine pills. Yes. That are, that, like, tell you to take them during the day or at nighttime so that they'll make you sleep. Um, those things are great. But 
that's not very interesting to talk about. So instead, I will talk about how uh, I have begun playing. I finished playing Kingdom Hearts 3 finally. Oh, no. Did it make Holy sense by the shit, end? That game is so bad. Uh, Was it fun at also, least? Not really. I'm huh. genuinely surprised that there aren't more people online being like, this game was trash. What happened? Hmm. Um, they're, they're gaslit because they were waiting so long for it and they're so excited for it. They can't yeah, say it's maybe. bad now. Did you, Okay. Here's a thing that I had to look up online because I was like, this can't be true, but is. There are no <laughs> Final Fantasy characters in this game. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Remember how Kingdom Hearts series is supposed to be a mashup of uh, Square Enix characters and Disney characters? Mm-hmm. There aren't any Square Enix characters unless you count fucking Sora and like the <laughs> bullshit like Xehanort, whatever the fuck that means, characters no. that they made up for Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, those uh-huh. are series originals. Those don't count. Yeah, so um, that's very annoying. Some people are saying maybe they'll do it as a, like a DLC thing, but that's some bullshit. Um, <laughs> they forgot to put it in the game. And they're like, <laughs> oh, oh shit, oops. oh shit, oh shit, guys. <laughs> Oh, we don't want to have to delay it for another year just to add a single boss battle where you fight against Cloud. (laughs) They give you a skin where everyone's just Moogles. (laughs) Problem solved. Yep. (laughs) I want Sora Um, to meet up with Chrono. Yeah, that would be cool. Listen, kiss. Oh, what? There's there's also, like, a secret ending cinema that you can unlock if you do a bunch of bullshit that I did for no reason Mm -hmm. um, that, like, gives you sort of a hint of what the next game in the series is going to be. Oh, no. And I don't want to spoil it, so I guess skip ahead 30 seconds if you don't want to know, but you see Sora and Riku, the two spiky-haired boys <laughs> that are the main characters of the game, <laughs> um, waking up in the Bed with real each world. other. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like, laying on the street in what seems to be the real world Tokyo. New Donk City? Is it New Donk City? Oh, right. <laughs> How much they, I love that? They wake up in, uh, like, Shibuya from The World Ends With You or something, uh, right? Do they? It, I mean, who can say? It's just okay. them looking around at a bunch of buildings with Japanese writing on them, and I don't I don't know what that means. Mm, um, but the next world is like, Earth. <laughs> Well, maybe, <laughs> but a lot of people are saying maybe this is setting up that the next game is going to be all them interacting with, like, Final Fantasy characters, because that world could just as easily be the world of Final Fantasy fifteen because that is a no. stupid game also. Yeah. <sighs> so, anyway, I don't want to talk any more about <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3, except to say that it's not good and you shouldn't bother to play it. Okay. Um, I do want to talk about how I started on my next game in my to-play pile, which mm-hmm. is Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, you're okay. a Boy now. And uh, how far people, are you? Um, I'm, I just got to the beginning of chapter two. I, I think there are five chapters in the game. Okay. Um, so I haven't gotten very deep into it, and you know, there's a lot of plot and a lot of non-plot to go through. And a lot of people really didn't like this game because there's a lot of just riding your horse around and picking out outfits for your cowboy, and that's exactly why I love it. Yeah, that sounds great. It's so good. I feel like the feeling that you guys say you get from Animal Crossing which I do not understand. Mm-hmm. I do get from, like, riding around on my horse and helping, like, school marms get their wagon wheels out of the mud. <laughs> 
That's great. So you're a white hat in this mm-hmm. in this whole. I'm situation. trying to be part of the problem. The problem is the very beginning of the game is you robbing a train with your friends. No, but that's uh, fun. Team building exercise. Yes, but like you're a, definitely a bad guy. You like huh. shoot a mo- like a mother in the face in front of her child. Oh, no, so but like you're, you're trying not to get good... redemption for doing for being a red dead bastard. Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. Um, and All that's right. fair because you have to have a starting point for your game. So you start out as a very bad man. And so now and then you're going to go straight with your newfound yes. riches. Okay. Absolutely I am. I've already <clears throat> gone down that path quite a ways. But part of the problem is this game is made by the same people who made uh like um uh Grand Theft Auto games. Oh. And there's a similar amount of like you crash your horse into the front of a building. <laughs> there's a similar amount of how quickly things can get out of hand in this game mm-hmm. where I was walking down the street holding a moose hide that I had skinned off of a moose that I hunted down so that I could trade it into the uh, fur trapper so that he could give me the thing I needed to help save the doctor's office. Uh, And as I was walking down the street, some guy just like got thrown through a bar window and hit me. And then he got so mad, he punched me. And I was like, I don't want to get involved in this. And the police came and shot me. (laughs) And then then your town, then the town bully called you chicken and you couldn't let that stand. <laughs> but, like, the, once the police think you've done a crime, like, the problem is that you as the main character have protagonist power where I could easily kill every member of the entire sheriff's department of this town Mm -hmm. because I can take 40 shots and they can each take one. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't want to, but that seems to be the only way to solve them all coming after me. God forgive me, but it's time to go back to the old me. Am I right? (laughs) That's what they want you to do. I guess so. Like, every moment in any of these types of games that you're trying to be a good guy, it feels like you're just one mistake away from becoming <laughs> the most evil person in the entire Wild West. That is what they want you to do. I'm pretty sure. Just be I evil. know they're tempting you so bad, and yeah. it's always like it's always like, okay, this new mission has started. This guy is blackmailing you. You can either you know go through this investigation step to find this thing that he wants, and then give it to him, and then embark on chapter two of the quest, or you can shoot him in the face right now. Just do it. Yeah. And it's like he's got a big target him, on his though. cheek. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, but it's a very good game, and I just love I just love the hats. I just love getting hats. Okay. So I would like to point out that you are a real hypocrite because you made fun of me for doing exactly the same thing in Breath of the Wild and enjoying it so much. Yes, that's true. Also, I really did enjoy that in Breath of the Wild, but I also enjoyed (laughs) making fun of you for enjoying it. Yeah. Oh man, I was Dark Link for a while, but I had to stop because it was too scary. (laughs) Those red eyes. What is the matter with you? Thank you. Did you go on? Did you like create a separate save file so that you could really role play as Dark Link and like shoot arrows into the people in town and stuff? <laughs> no, of course not. I don't think the game even lets you do that kind of thing. Yeah. They certainly don't want you to turn bad in a Nintendo game. Yeah, I guess that's true. Oh man, I never really thought about it. Could you? I guess what would happen if you shot an arrow at a person in town in Breath of the Wild? Doesn't I don't do think it would go in. Yeah, it wouldn't. Arrows and swords just go right through people. Ugh. Yeah, you can Cowards. in Animal Crossing give your friends. Sh- shitty pieces of furniture to make them throw out the their good revenge. pieces of furniture, which then you can steal from the dump, <laughs> if that counts as evil behavior. <laughs> also, you can fill their pillowcases with bugs you caught. <laughs> <laughs> they love that, though. Everyone loves bugs in that game. <laughs> and in the Welcome Amiibo update, you can slit Tom Nook's throat with a knife. <laughs> 
you have to do it in real life, though, to the amiibo. Yeah, you need to scan the Tom Nook amiibo and then scan a knife on the amiibo scanner. <laughs> New amiibo detected knife. <laughs> From uh, Mario Odyssey, what? Yeah, it's gotta be an official Nintendo knife. Uh, uh-huh. yes. it's, it's Mario's knife from Super Mario Odyssey. Matt got it right away. <laughs> A little switchblade from New yeah, Dark City. When you throw your hat onto a knife and become a knife. <laughs> there is that whole land where people are all forks. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not oh, so crazy. True. I, yeah. ju- I just keep thinking of that vine where the little boy is running. <laughs> and the mom says, what have you got there? And he says, a knife! And she goes, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of my favorites. Oh, I love uh, that one so I much. also like that one where there's that crab that has a steak knife. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Let's discuss our favorite memes. <laughs> okay, cool. We we have to describe them in great detail. Uh, anyway, um, so Red Dead Redemption, pretty good so far. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, so is that a, a game that's uh, basically indefinite, or is there like enough of a plot that you're supposed to win it at some point? Uh, there's there's a plot that seems to be leading me towards some kind of thing, but there's so many side quests, and that's the fun part. Mm-hmm. And also, mm-hmm. like, all I want to do it's have is have some fun. fun. Put that song at the end of the episode. Jeff, put that song at the end of the episode. Jeff, you can't do that to us. We do that to you. <laughs> no, I'm going to start doing it to you so that you stop. <laughs> but anyway, all I, I want to do stop. is earn all of the money that I can so that I can get like fancy embroidery on my jackets and stuff. So mm-hmm. that's all I'm going to do. You can be a real rhinestone a- cowboy. Yeah, can you yeah. have a nudie suit? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, shit. Why? Also, all of the clothes, even the new clothes you buy have unidentifiable stains all over them <laughs> to make them very authentic to the Wild West. <laughs> People ate a lot of uh, spaghetti sauce at the time. That's where <laughs> yes. the term spaghetti western comes from. Yep. Thank you. I will say it's very annoying that I keep on like hunting animals because that's the best way to make money at this point in the game. And you have to like skin them and then put them over your horse so that you can take them back to town and sell them. Uh, but when you pick them up, they get blood all over your shirt, which yeah. is oh. realistic, but very upsetting. That is uh, upsetting. I mean, you're going to have this problem as you continue to hunt animals because they're full of blood. I know. I I need to find an animal that has no blood, or at snakes? least at least one that's have no blood. Hunt one that's maybe just um more dangerous, perhaps the most dangerous game. Oh yeah, yeah. that's an interesting idea. Then it'll I be lucrative enough. That. It'll be lucrative enough to be worth the blood. Mm-hmm. Also, the game is extremely racist <laughs> against Irish people to the point where it's like if you meet somebody who has an Irish accent, you know that you can shoot them and it will give you positive like. Uh, you know what? I'm okay with that. Positive <laughs> karma, and I think that's actually very funny. When you said extremely racist I was like, yeah, I bet. And then you said Irish and I was like, that's fine. Yeah, well, it's funny because part of it is like you have your posse or whatever, and there's a guy in your posse who's half black, half Native American, and you're like, mm-hmm. uh oh. But like, it actually treats that storyline very well, I think. Oh, that's um, good. I'm nervous, but that's good. He's a well fleshed out character, and he's got a lot of interesting things to say. I don't know. Maybe it'll get bad later, but like, so far, I find him to be very well represented in the game. Mm-hmm. But man, the, if if anyone says anything in an Irish accent, just shoot them right away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they had to pick a group that people 
were racist to back then, but they couldn't pick any of the groups that people are still racist to now, because yes. that then they would just be recreating racism and letting racist people act out all their racism fantasies. Yeah. Yes. There's no way to win though, because now racists are just going to be like, "See, it's equal. Look how racist people are against Irish people in this game. Everything's the same now." Yeah. The best. The best thing to do with people who want to point out that some that like actually racism against white people also exists is to just not listen to them because that's all they want. Yeah. yeah. Mm. All right, let's get into get you to join a cult, and we know how susceptible I am to that kind of thinking. It's but true. I promise not to join a racist cult. That is my mm. promise to you, and that is why you should elect me. So yep. hit subscribe on my YouTube channel. <laughs> yes. Smash my that cooking, my cooking YouTube channel, where I swear at the end of every episode that I will not join a racist. I promise I won't join a racist (laughs) cult. Now I'm just going to close this YouTube uh, tab and go back to my favorite website, 8chan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. All right, let's get into one of these. Yeah, uh, so I've sent you one that came up uh, in the randomization. Um, We want a new random, I think. Okay, Um, all right, let's do it again. Uh, Another random one came up after that that we might like more, but maybe Uh not. Uh, Maybe we don't want that. For the listeners, the reason that we're skipping this one is just because it's another, like, fan fiction compendium. It isn't. Oh. Uh, Oh. I specifically re-rolled because I didn't want to do... The one that came up was Phineas and Fer fan and wiki (laughs) and i didn't want to do that so we got this one uh you can tell me if we want to re-roll it is the speculative fiction and comic book database it is called headhunters hollow suite and it seems to just be a wiki that contains stuff about literally everything nerds like (sighs) hold on how is this not fan fiction because isn't this just i'm gonna write a fan fiction so good i get hired i think it's i think when they say speculative fiction they mean like science fiction yeah, like they mean speculative that way. Okay. Not speculative like a spec script. Okay. Um hmm. but yeah, we could do this one. Okay, cool. Um, so I have been looking at it. I would like Louisa to describe it first, but, uh... Um, I'm not seeing any background. It's just a pale blue. Same. Correct. Okay. And the header is just also blue. It has 31,888 pages. Yep. Um, you can help. And you can help. Yes. Uh, let's see now. Uh, welcome to Headhunter's Hollow Suite Wiki, the speculative fiction and comic book database. Uh, there's some stuff. It's sort of off-center. There's a little door with an exit sign over, just floating as now, a graphic. Does this, <laughs> Finally. Does this title bar presuppose that comic books are non-fictional? <laughs> yeah. I think they just want to specify that the comic books don't have to be in the speculative fiction genre to be included in the wiki. Here we go. Uh, There's actually an about section now, on this one. here's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. What's a comic book that isn't speculative fiction? Archie, I guess? Yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah, because spec- speculative fiction includes sci-fi and fantasy, right? Right. So, unless mm. you were like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess like Ghost World or something. or like uh, Scott Pilgrim? That? No, that's fantasy, isn't it? Yeah, that's definitely that- speculative Batman? <laughs> Batman's best friend is an alien. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Justice League for sure. Uh, Batman and Superman together, absolutely. But like, just Batman by himself? Mm, he also he, has super science. Yeah, he has he has sci-fi like technology. He's yeah. just very good at regular science. Incorrect. <laughs> okay. He does things that are not scientifically possible all the time. It's set in the year three thousand nineteen. Actually, he just yes. didn't know. <laughs> okay. 
It's set on the moon. Batman Beyond is set in year 30,000. <laughs> Gotham exists on the far side of the moon. Yes. So, there's an about section for this. Are you ready? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on to your butts. Okay, there's a picture of an angry-looking green pixelated head floating. Don't know what that is. Jeff? Any clues? I, I don't know either. I'm guessing that that's the Headhunter. Okay. Anyway, Headhunter's Hollow Suite is a collaborative online encyclopedia about anything relating to the speculative fiction genre from films, television, comics, novels, anime, games, and more. Even better, anyone can edit. Even aliens. So sit back in your hover chair, uh, pour yourself a a nice year. hot glass of Rotagino. Rotagino. You okay. watched Deep Space Nine. I don't remember seeing it spelled out, though. <laughs> and enjoy. Many of the pages you will find here are stub articles, blah, blah, blah. Uh, what is Guys, speculative this fiction? JPEG, oh. This JPEG of this green head is mm-hmm. the, the title of the file is Headhunter underscore zero zero one. Yeah, that's why I JPEG. assumed it was the <clears throat> eponymous Headhunter. Yes. So, what is speculative fiction? This will be good background for us. Yeah, here okay, we go. Good. Now we're in it. Speculative fiction is a blanket term that relates to several different subgenres of fictional media. In layman's terms, stories get set within the speculative fiction genre take place in a setting where the accepted laws that govern its internal reality are radically different from that of the real world. This includes material that may reflect an individual's spiritual and or religious beliefs. Speculative fiction may be broken down into several key subgenres, the most noted of which is science fiction, which itself can be subcategorized into any number of different mini-genres. Other forms of speculative fiction include stories with elements of horror, stories with elements of fantasy, superhero fiction, alternative history, and any combination Thereof. And apparently religious holy texts. And the picture is a tough looking, tough but beautiful, of course, young woman in like a uh, future armor with a picture of Godzilla in the background, when, and I don't know what this means. When you said tough but beautiful, I thought you were going to be ta- describing Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, oh man, he is tough but beautiful, right? <laughs> yeah. He's got a real. The thing is. Oh, there's also like, a mecha Godzilla, I didn't realize. Yes. He doesn't have a classically beautiful body, but, mm-hmm. you know, confidence sells your the body shape you have and like he yeah. really owns it he's very thick like he's he's dumpy for sure but like he, he owns it you know yeah godzilla's a real thick dad yeah. no 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 he's a dream I daddy won't go with oh you my god on this. that's a dlc for dream daddy yeah with kaiju Ka- dream kaiju or kaiju yes! daddy yes. you'd have to add mothra and all of them if you had godzilla oh my god yes so no Explanation for why Godzilla is there. Don't know what that means. So that's fine. It's just the quintessential um, speculative fiction is Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. Here's guess. the thing: when I read something cold like this, which I've never read before, and it had a lot of complicated words in it, as I go along, I am reading as fast as I can and not thinking at all. So I don't know anything I said. I said something about religious beliefs in there. What does yes. that have to do with speculative fiction? It includes material that may reflect an individual's spiritual or religious beliefs. So, as Jeff said. Theoretically, this is saying that the Bible falls under speculative fiction. Oh, okay. That makes uh, sense. This image is from a motion picture entitled Godzilla Cross Mecha Godzilla, mm-hmm. uh, the 27th Godzilla movie released in 2002. Mm-hmm. Uh, Godzilla fights Mecha Godzilla in the movie, and I assume that that lady in the uh, very video gamey looking police uniform is uh, the main character because she's also on the poster I found. Interesting. Maybe she. She turns into Mecha Godzilla. Oh, that would be badass. What if she pilots <laughs> <Yes>. Mecha Godzilla? <laughs> 
Ooh, she good. might. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Although I, one of the things I love best about kaiju movies is when organic beings like use their powers to turn into giant robots. Yeah. Yeah, Which, that's pretty good. Like, what is that one that's like just a giant metal man? <laughs> Ultraman. Ultraman. Yes, and like also it's just Jet a, Jaguar. Yes, Jet Jaguar is like such a robot, but it, he's mm-hmm. just a normal guy that turns into a giant robot. I think yeah. Jet, isn't Jet Jaguar an Ultraman guy? Oh, uh, I guess he's no, a he's like a guy. He's a, he's a regular size robot that two very handsome young men who are apparently not in a gay relationship but live together and drive everywhere in their same car. The ambiguously uh, they, gay duo. Yeah, they invented him and he's a regular robot but they can also make him a huge giant robot by pressing a button. Yep. Huh. Yeah, pretty good. Oh man, Godzilla's great. I feel like I've never, I don't know that I've ever sat down and watched a whole Godzilla movie but maybe I'm missing out. Maybe I should. I've watched yeah. one, one Godzilla <laughs> movie. I watched uh, Shin Godzilla, which came out like two years ago, and it was directed by the guy who made Evangelion, and it's essentially a reboot of the franchise. And it, despite being quite long and having a lot of long periods where it's not Godzilla wailing on the city, uh, is a pretty good movie. I would recommend it. The thing is, I've seen a lot of Godzilla ripoffs on Mystery Science Theater. Well, Gamera's not a ripoff. He's a friend to all children, so. Yes, Gamera (laughs) and some other ones as well. And the thing is, I feel like if I watched a Godzilla movie without Mystery Science Theater, I would be like, oh, this is too good? Like, this doesn't have the level of seemingly unself-aware absurdity that I am expecting, where, like, a little kid invents a tickle ray that he uses to defeat Godzilla, <laughs> which is a real thing that happened in one of those movies. Yeah, yeah. Some, of, some of those 70s ones are really stupid in that way. Like, you'll see gifts of Godzilla sliding on his tail across the desert mm-hmm. Or like doing a drop kick on somebody, and that is yeah. going to give you that MST vibe. But I think the ones before that, and then like the ones uh, in what is called the Millennium series that are from like the late '90s and early 2000s, are just genuinely good, and therefore might be less interesting to you. Yes, <laughs> I agree. Also, we've talked a few times on the show about how I don't understand how people get into professional wrestling at all, mm-hmm. but I've heard that in Japan they have a f- a form of professional wrestling where the people are dressed up as kaiju when they oh my god yeah you can see that in america watch that (laughs) i want to watch that yeah i i kind of want to go see kaiju big battle is what it's called um yeah uh, I want to see actually if they're touring nearby because that they like set up little cardboard cities and have the monsters stomp on them. <laughs> yes. Oh, it sounds delightful. <laughs> it does. Oh man, what would you pay to see a giant Santa Claus rampage through a Christmas village? Oh, uh, that's pretty good. I would pay the n- number of dollars for a movie ticket to see that motion picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sold. Yeah. Okay, cool. Sold, I guess when, to us. We're going to write that the movie script. Come out? Yeah, you <laughs> no, we have to write it first. <laughs> We have to write oh, okay. a speculative script. Yes, and put it on this website, and then we'll get noticed. I mean, the rules of that world definitely aren't the same as the rules of our world. <laughs> Let me see if Kaiju Big Battle has something in the hollow suit. Now, has anyone ever, has anyone ever uh, presented the, pu- the supposition that what if Santa Claus is just really giant, and that's how he can give presents to all the kids on Earth at the same time? That is down and places the present in each yeah, chimney. Yeah, like, what if... Mm-hmm. What if Santa Claus is the entire sky? When you say that, it makes a ton of sense because the ghost of Christmas present mm, does in, it? Uh, in, in A Christmas Carol, he's essentially Santa Claus, right? Yeah. 
He's a giant Santa? Yep. Yeah, we agree. Uh, yeah. Santa is Santa is giant. That is the way that he works. Now yes. I understand. Okay, good. Oh, the elves, they're not tiny. They're just regular size. <laughs> they're so his big. blood cells. <laughs> he's Jesus. like a, uh, he's a meat Dave. <laughs> yes. What if Santa uh, Claus was the friends we met made along the way? <laughs> he's a Mecha Godzilla, and the elves have to pilot him. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the elves all have to like merge their giant cat robots together to form Santa Claus. I, I think our canon is starting to include too many robots. No, that's not possible. Well, I we already have Mecha I, John I prefer- Henry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I prefer the idea that it's Santa isn't a giant robot. He's just a giant organic being that okay. is the entire sky. Mm-hmm. And, and elves are tardigrades? Elf, no, I think elves no. are his white blood cells and the, like the disease that is killing Santa Claus. Oh, no! People not believing in him. <laughs> oh my god, is Santa Claus dying? <laughs> and they're yes. trying to fight it by making antibodies that are it's toys. Exactly. Oh my You're god! on the edge of, uh, of Santa's death. <laughs> All right, I've clicked random. This is amazing. <laughs> what? No, we're talking about the greatest work of Christmas entertainment ever made. Yes. Yep. Santa versus think... Mecha Santa. <laughs> no. No, no. But I do think that Santa, the reason that the elves have to keep Santa alive by fighting off the uh, the disease that is not believing is because mm-hmm. Santa's the only thing that protects our planet from being eaten by Galactus. Mm. Hold on. Why do the elves need a reason if they're white blood cells? My white blood cells don't need a reason to keep me alive, well, do they? I guess that's true, but we need to help the, the elves because we want Santa to stay alive. Uh, see, yeah. I thought we'd made a mecha Santa because we were trying to destroy Santa. <laughs> Is there an Osmosis Jones aspect to this where we go inside Santa's body and it's a cartoon? Yeah. I think we might already be inside Santa's body. Maybe only maybe only every December we like go to sleep in the real world and wake up inside Santa's body and we don't realize it. But just like Lord Jabu Jabu and there's like tubes everywhere. (laughs) Blood vessels. Yeah. We have to escort the princess that is Christmas spirit. Alright. I was going with you, but Matt, I think you might you're cold medicine might be affecting you because this is becoming more and more outlandish and I can't go with you anymore. Okay, that's fair. I am, yes, I'm spiraling into madness so let's go on to Jeff's thing. Yeah, Jeff, what's up? Uh, I clicked the random button like we are wont to do on this show and I got Camp Crystal Lake. Oh, cool! What are people saying about that? Friday the 13th, Uh, yeah. Well, it starts like many, yes it is, it starts like many articles do with a quote from a person that's in the franchise that the guy it's credited to is Crazy Ralph and you can click on that name and go to his article. Uh, and the quote is, you're doomed if you stay here. This place is cursed. Cursed. Now, I feel like Crazy Ralph is a very derogatory name for the person who is the only one who knows what's going on in this movie. No, no, no. Matt, he just, uh, his deals on used cars are insane. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, did you know that Camp Crystal Lake is located in the state of New Jersey? I feel like I did know that. I didn't. Makes sense. It's located in Wessex County, New Jersey, which which is not a real county in New Jersey. <laughs> Sounds like it could be that. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's. I mean, we have Essex County, so it's not that far. Uh, yeah, it's it's very interesting. Uh, apparently, there's some contention about this because Jason goes to hell. The final Friday takes place in Cunningham County, which is a real Cunningham County. Uh, there's a real county in Connecticut by that name, um, huh. which would suggest hey, that all the movies take place actually in Connecticut. But uh, his name is Jason. 
in rules. Voorhees, and Voorhees is a place in New Jersey. Yeah, and Wessex Ooh. County is supposedly in southern New Jersey, where Voorhees is. Matt, you better watch out. It's right around you. You could be yeah. outside your window no, right now. I've been the Jason all along. Oh, no. <laughs> I think that the screenwriter is just, like, probably from New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> I like the barely uh, credible lip service you paid to Matt's bit. <laughs> where you just said, oh, no, <laughs> and then moved anyway. on. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, I uh, mean, in in Jeff's defense, that's what the <laughs> camp counselor did when he saw Jason was drowning. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Anyway, let's go. Fuck. Uh, folks, um, it's further complicated. In Freddy vs. Jason, the town of Springwood, where the movie takes place, is in Ohio, and they just drive a little bit to get to Camp Crystal Lake, which, whether it's in New Jersey or Connecticut, doesn't make sense. But this is speculative fiction, so the rules of the real world mm, don't apply. Right, yeah, that does make sense. Yeah, I love this <sighs> list of people who've died at Camp Crystal Lake, and how many of them are knife to the blank. <laughs> Uh, I'm knife to the stomach, down knife now. to the chest, axe to the head. It's primarily, uh, actually, guess, Louisa, are you looking at this list? Oh, Louisa fell into the Twilight Zone. Okay, I was gonna have her guess how many of these kills are by Jason Voorhees, because the answer is zero. Huh, yeah, that is interesting. They are all only in the first Friday the 13th, where the killer is not Jason Voorhees, it is his mother Pamela. Which makes sense, actually. Although, really, he never kills anyone at the thing? I, at the camp? I guess not. I guess the later movies don't take place at the same camp. He definitely kills Freddy at Camp Crystal Lake in Freddy vs. Jason. How come that's not on this list? Is it because Freddy's dead? I think he kills yes. Freddy in Ohio before the teens put Jason in their car and drive him to Camp Crystal Lake to kill him. But Freddy is in, in Jason's mind at that point in the movie. Mm, so I guess that doesn't count since uh, Freddy Krueger is basically a ghost. Yeah, he He's like a nightmare demon at that point. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh -oh. so Friday the 13th, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, uh, all take place at Camp Crystal Lake, then Freddy vs. Jason and Part 8 take place par partially and briefly at Camp Crystal Lake, and then Jason goes to Hell the Final Friday, contested as to whether it takes place at Camp Crystal Lake. What does that mean? <laughs> now we have to watch this movie just to find out. Uh, classically, the Friday the 13th film series takes place in New Jersey, however this film also implies that the setting is New Hampshire. That's why it's contested. Uh, and then in Jason X, uh, Camp Crystal Lake appears briefly and as a hologram. Yes. At any time, we'll yeah, and okay, well, I'm recording now. Okay. okay. Three, two, one. We should have done a different kind of clap so that it would be easier to find, like, the friends clap where we clap five times really quick. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know we what? Matt actually so fucked everything up. <laughs> Matt, you should lead the clap like you always do instead of me doing it, because then it's two different sync points. Oh, okay, that's true. All right. Oh, well, hold then on. All right. I will go three, two, one. You don't need to do anything, Louisa. Okay. Just clap when I uh, tell you to Hold clap. on. Sing the friends theme, and we'll do the friends clap. Okay. Uh, wait. <laughs> where's the clap coming from? So no one told you life was, life was gonna, was gonna be. be this way. Who <laughs> clapped <that>. ten times? <laughs> <laughs> All of us collectively? <laughs> I did it correctly. I couldn't remember if it was four claps or five. Anyway. Four. We were talking about Camp Crystal Lake, and I've just discovered a fun nugget of information here. <laughs> under Chris. one of Jeff's classic fun nuggets. <laughs> Uh, under staff at Camp Crystal Lake, it lists, like, all the people in the first one. Friday the 13th, Part 2, it lists, at the bottom of all the, ca I'm assuming, camp counselors, Jason Voorhees, Senior Management. 
<laughs> that can't be what? great. <laughs> I, I feel like I've seen Friday the 13th Part 2, but is it possible that in Friday the 13th Part 2, the guy who runs the camp is actually Jason Voorhees? Yeah, is he secretly Jason Voorhees the whole time? Is he wearing that hockey mask as he's, like, managing the council? He actually doesn't get the hockey mask until the third movie. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's pretty weird. Yeah. Um, I would like to point out that it says Camp Crystal Lake is also known as Camp Blood mm-hmm. due, to, due to its history and the curse. Mm-hmm. Camp Blood is a bad nickname for Camp Crystal Lake. It should be Camp Stab, and they should have crossed out the C-R-Y and then put, like, changed the S-T-A-L of it to S-T-A-B. You know I want to come up with a better pun than that. Is that possible? But so Camp Stab is so good. It's camp- centered on the sign and everything. Camp Cry? Oh. All right, we gotta workshop this one. Dad, that all those people died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people just go and leave uh, flowers by the campsite. Yep. It's very sad. Uh, oh, camp tall because Jason was quite tall. <laughs> I I really want to see um, Jason X. I'm not gonna lie. Didn't that already come out like ten years ago? Uh, it came out in 2002, and okay. I have avoided it. But I think it's one of those movies where everyone's like, "Hey, this is really stupid." When it came out, and then like a decade later, they're like, "Hey, this is really stupid." Like in a good now, way. <laughs> now, is part of the reason why you want to see Jason X because it's listed here that he visits Camp Crystal Lake as a hologram in that movie? <laughs> Because That's what amazing. could that mean? <laughs> uh, I love it. That's who else? Good. Who else has a random page for us? Will it be? As I have a random as this page. one. Mine's very short, though. Should I say mine first? Yeah, you should do yours because I want to do a different random page because this is an anime I don't know <laughs> and I don't think anyone. All right, my random page on the Headhunters Holosuite Wiki is Will Ferrell. <laughs> Okay, great. <laughs> this article is a stub about an actor or production crew member. Body of work. Film. Land of the Lost, 2009. That is That's the only it? film. Television. Okay, so no television. Came out in 2009? Jesus. Apparently. That's so depressing. This is, a, this is an alternate world where Will Ferrell's career was uh, consummate to his skill level. <laughs> oh, burn, I guess. Yeah. He's I fine. He's, I like him just fine. I think, yeah, he's, I think he's very skilled, but none of the things that he's in are good, except Stranger Than Fiction. Yeah, That's pretty good. I like a lot of his stuff. But here's something that was blowing my mind. His birth name, John William Farrell. So Will Farrell yeah. isn't even his name. Mm. Yeah. And that's also the singer Pharrell's birth name. Yeah, yeah sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> Come on, guys. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> now you know what it feels like to be me. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Uh, so, Matt, what was that anime you didn't know about? Uh, I mean, I've heard of it, and you've probably heard of it too, but I desperately hope none of us have ever seen it. I, although, actually, if Louisa was like, I know everything about this, <laughs> I would be pretty blown away. Uh-huh. So maybe that would be cool. It won't be. Uh, it's, it's the show Dirty Pair. Oh, I've heard okay. of it. I know a little bit about this. Yes. Anyway, we're not going to do that one. Instead, yeah. we are going to do I Got a Disambiguation page for <laughs> Death. <gasps> nice. Yeah. All, hell yes. All the all the different uh, universes in which Death appears. Is there What's a fact weird? about Death being the sexiest member of the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, like we talked about before? So now, when you say that, do you mean the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse in the X Men comics? Because oh, that's listed here. Uh, gross. <laughs> um, yeah. So what's interesting is, according to this, Death only exists in six fictional worlds. So, for instance, in Star Trek, there is no Death. Three. Uh, three of those. Three of those are X Men, and 
one of them is Ghost Rider. Yes. So, Louisa, have you already clicked through to this page? I have not. No, I didn't okay. even. I was okay. still don't, staring don't, at Will don't. Ferrell. Okay. Yeah, fine. Don't click on it because I want to ask you. I know Jeff knows the answer. Can you guess which three X-Men have been the Angel of Death in the X-Men comics? Okay. Let's see if I can name any You X-Men. know at least two of them, I'm certain. Okay. Were they in the movie? There was a hint between the way he said the question, and all three of them have been in X-Men movies. Correct. And they're all playing the Angel of Death? Death, they all death of the, the Horsemen of, death of Apocalypse. In the comics. And they're X-Men, you say? Yes. All of them are <laughs> members of the X-Men. Wolverine! Uh, Wolverine! Yeah, yes, Wolverine, Wolverine is, is one, one of them. them. That sucks. You're doing great. Oh, God. You're one third of the way there. Did he have scythe claws, at least? Mm, no. They usually like a, just... Is he like a threshing machine? No. They usually <laughs> just get a blue costume because they are the horsemen of Apocalypse, that big blue guy. Yes, the <laughs> character Apocalypse, not the actual Apocalypse. Don't like that. Don't like that at all. Um, who else is in X-Men? Storm, I guess? No. Nope. Nope. Storm was one of the horsemen, but I think she was war. Probably. Doesn't make sense. Um, the White Queen. Is that one of them? That is I mean, one of them, but bad. she has not been a horseman of... Well, she was not death of the horseman of mm, It makes sense if she was, though, huh? All right, that's your three guesses. Professor uh, X. Nope. No, I'm yes. going to get them all. No. Okay. Gambit. I'm going to get all of them. Rogue. <laughs> You're so close. Uh, the other one. Yeah, the one... The, uh, the, the one other phase one. phase shifter. Think, what nope. you think rogue, you think... Phase, the phase shifter? That's what she does, no. right? You're thinking uh, of Kitty Pride. Pride. Yeah, I know that. But yeah, that's Does she have a name that's not that? Just like... Shadow like, Real name in the thing. Yeah, what's her? Shadowcat is her X Men name. Oh, I don't like that. Okay. Um, who else even is? Who would you least want to be Death? I think Kitty Pride was Star Lord once too. Oh fuck. Cool, <laughs> Jeff. Don't don't lead us astray here because I think I can get Louisa to guess this by just saying I already said it. Th- she just didn't hear me. <laughs> Fine. Who would be the worst character to be Death out of the whole X Men universe? Magneto. Mm, even worse. No. Worse as in he would be bad at it. Yes. Nightcrawler. I'm. Tr- I'm just trying to remember any other characters from the X Men. <laughs> who's uh, the Who's the stupidest X Man in terms of like his whole deal? Wolverine. Ari, his deal. Wolverine. No. 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 Wolverine's the coolest. You're a monster, <laughs> Louisa. As su- you have to remember the dumbest one though. Shit. Do I? Yes. You'll be kicking yourself when I tell you. Beast. Dumber. I mean, I know he's supposed to be smart, but his whole concept is dumb. Yeah, the concept is dumb. Whether or not this- I mean, this character is probably a super genius as well as being, like, a expert <sighs> martial artist and also having magic powers. Mystique? No. If this was that game where you had to list ten things in a category, I would not be able to do it. <laughs> Matt, this is uh, causing me psychic pain sitting here doing fine. this. I can't oh, imagine how the listeners are doing. It's um, Gambit, Louisa. Oh, Gambit our favorite boy! Who yes. should have- Who and should then, have dice guys. of cards! Yes! <laughs> We've talked about that a thousand times. Oh, fuck! But, okay, but it's important (laughs) because nobody knows that we did that. That's back in the mists of history. And Angel. Yeah, of course, Angel, because Uh, uh, but he gets cool metal wings, and that's pretty awesome. Man, that's a dumb thing, though, huh? There's also a bad idea. Apparently, human wings? The Death (laughs) Rider. regular human wings? (laughs) What if he had bat wings with human skin on them? Gross. That's basically what the man bat does. <laughs> oh my god. He's got a fur, so you don't have to think about it so much. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
the normal Marvel Comics version of Death is a sexy lady that Thanos wants to bone down with. Yeah, yeah but I isn't she that. in love with Deadpool? Uh, I don't think that she married Deadpool, but there was something weird with that where they were hinting that she might. Um, yeah, they can't have sex unless they're married, come on. Here's well, but they can't have... The, it's like a weird, like, star-crossed lovers thing because Deadpool can't die, and yeah. so he can't be with Death. Here's something that's yeah. very, very funny. Uh, under the little stat box for Death, status, alive. Mm, debatable. Yeah, yeah that's pretty uh, good. There's a little footnote. Death is a fundamental force, the existence of which lies outside traditional concepts of life and death. As such, death is neither a living being nor a deceased one. Yeah. Oh, there's a Death Rider, but it's spelled with a Y, so yep. related to death, Rider, just, I have to assume? Just for Ghost Rider, I guess. Yeah, Ghost Rider has some, brings up a lot of very disturbing concepts of the afterlife in the Marvel Universe. I think Ghost Rider is technically uh, a um, an ambassador of the Christian God who does the bidding of Jehovah. Don't like that. Yeah, but I also like my he's joke about evil being a evil. relative of Winona Ryder. Did you catch that? Should I say it a couple more times? Yeah, yeah. yeah go back. We'll, we'll <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll put this song at the end of the episode. Okay, great. <laughs> so. There's not much here for death, honestly, is there? Mm, but yeah. do you think there's any connection between death and Winona Ryder? I do! Thank you for bringing it up. Let's talk about this for a while. <laughs> uh, anyway, death would be great at shoplifting, I guess is the joke I was gonna get. Oh, no! She's so much better than that. You stop. I know. You stop it. I know. Plus, also, let's destroy capitalism and let's all shoplift for fucking Yeah, yeah let's do it. Whatever we everyone want. Over yeah. Everyone else start and then we'll join in. Yep. <laughs> We'll be there in a second. I just have to take care of something at home first. <laughs> I um, already shoplifted, but it was a store in Canada, and you don't know about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I clicked through to Death from the DC Universe, and it brought me to uh, wiki slash vertical slash, sorry, wiki slash vertigo slash D pound sign death. And there is no description of the character Death from Sandman, just a picture of her saying peachy keen. I thought you were going to say, I clicked through the D to Death in the DC universe and it just had a description of the date and means of my own death. <laughs> yep. That it, says, it says that Superman's gonna knock my block off and I'm gonna die from it. <laughs> That's weird. That's how it says everyone is gonna die. <laughs> it all has the you same date, on a rampage too. just cutting people's heads off? <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you? Punching yes. them off, specifically. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I wonder. I w all right, I wonder the physics of this. Is it possible for so for like if assuming someone would be strong enough for it to work, could so could you punch someone's head off without destroying their head? Could Superman punch a head so hard that even he couldn't put it back together? <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> Why is he doing all that work of punching heads off when he's got laser beam eyes? Come on. It's true. I think that if you punched a head hard enough for it to come off, it would also make the skull liquefy. Yeah. Mm, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I wonder if this is only tangentially related. I wonder if there's ever been a scene in a comic book where the Flash uh, grabs someone like from out of an explosion, like a bomb goes off and he gets to them, but he gets, gets to them just barely too late, so he has to do super... 
super speed surgery to sew all their guts back in. But why would he know how to Hold do on. that? He, oh, he has to go even faster so he yeah. can go to medical school he would have, before they die. <laughs> he would have enough time to read how to do it before doing it because he's that I bad. I do like the idea. I do like the idea of him not just learning how to do it from a book, but going, going to, to med medical school, school yeah. and like yep. matriculating it, like having a mortarboard on and getting a diploma. Yep. Just in one second, he goes through eight years of college. <laughs> yeah. And he, like, he establishes a practice. He has like a little <laughs> an office. Yeah, I would like to point out that Jeff had a further crazy idea that was that no, no, he doesn't have to go to school. He just reads about it in the time. So what you're saying is if I were to read about doing surgery to <laughs> save someone's life, I could just do it at that point? I think that if it was like you need to stabilize someone who has a very bad, like deadly wound, you could know how to do that, like to at least keep them from instantly disagree. dying. Absolutely disagree. <laughs> You know how long it's taken me to learn how to, like, properly fillet, like, a chicken breast off the bone? Like, there is no way I could put someone back together. No, sewing, like sewing up flesh would be much easier than learning how to cut it properly. <laughs> That's a crazy thing to no, say. No, the flesh definitely could read up on how to field dress, like, very bad wounds. <sighs> I don't yeah, maybe, but also, like, you need- I feel like you need to have some practical experience. Maybe he could go and slaughter some pigs in super speed and then sew them back together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, gross! Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, also, though, <laughs> I've often thought about, like, they should do a thing where the Flash tries to punch somebody at super speed and then breaks every bone in his arm because he's not super strong. Yeah. Like, Good yeah. Point. He, his arm can move so fast, but as it, when it stops suddenly, it will still break, right? I, I mean, it should. I don't know. He has, like, that force field that protects him from friction. Maybe it also protects him from uh, the force Physics. of punch. <laughs> can yeah. he, like, move between the atoms, though? What if he tried to punch and didn't mm. No, you're thinking of rabbis. Yeah, uh, he can, uh, in fact, uh, vibrate through things by moving. Yeah, guys, yeah, you know, know that, that story. You know that story about the rabbis dancing between the raindrops, right? Yes. No. Okay. I just I wanted to say that so that people didn't think that I was like a crazy anti-Semitic. <laughs> like I had a crazy racist belief that rabbis <laughs> could dance between raindrops. That's a real like children's story about a rabbi tricking sure, witches into sure dying. I sure. love the idea that your specific racism would be that uh, you just think one race of people all has a superpower. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that, that, that I feel like that's the only kind of racism I could be okay with. <laughs> yeah, it's like all French and people can fly. Listen, it's important that we find a racism that we can be okay with, you guys. Oh, wait, we already did. The Irish. Yeah, <laughs> We're already um, there. When Irish people are evil cowboys, that's yeah, exactly I, I believe that all I believe that all Irish people have the superpower of being able to absorb bullets. <laughs> okay, let's, maybe we should stop making this show anymore. I Today, agree. but also forever. <laughs> also, both <laughs> those things. Uh, I don't believe that. You shouldn't kill Irish people. It's just funny that, that was, that's the group that this game is racist against. Sure. Anyway, speculative fiction is a very broad category, you guys. Yeah, yeah, it is. And I don't like that it's not trying to get published, because then I feel like people would try a little bit harder. Although I do appreciate that this is a wiki that seems to be trying to catalog information rather than generate new information, yeah. because mm -hmm. so many of them are just generating 
spreading new new garbage that is for no one and means nothing. Yeah. There's so much goddamn stuff, though. Um, like, there's a featured article, a featured character, a featured episode, a featured film, and a featured comic. And these things all range in, like, nerdiness that it's... They're all Spider-Man. They're trying to do so much. Yeah. I mean, yeah. really, their definition of speculative fiction encompasses pretty much all fiction. I do like that on the main page it has uh, popular pages, and there's stuff like Star Wars and Star Trek and whatever, but there's also older stuff like Lost in Space and uh, The Outer Limits, and that's pretty nice. Yeah, although, like, it makes me wonder who is coming to this page for information. For writing their spec script for the Six Million Dollar Man. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was really weird looking at the top, like, the top ones, because, like, why is Kyle XY up here as one of the yeah. popular franchises? What? Oh, what? hello, here we go. Sliders is on here. Matt, you need to write yeah. a script for Sliders. Oh, yeah, we need to reboot Sliders. Also, what is Cleopatra 2525? I don't it's know, like but it sounds friggin' awesome. It does sound cool. I think it's a kid's show? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Ooh, wow. Oh, it's like a weird alternate version of Power Rangers, I guess, where there's women from the future who fight an evil clown? Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> this is your new favorite show. Yeah, we all know yeah, how much know you what? love Power Rangers. Mm. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Jesus. Uh, opening theme- Pop Hold on. <laughs> Right now, I'm seeing popular pages on this page that I clicked on, and they seem to change a lot. I don't know why. But counting up from the bottom, top five, Amazing Spider-Man 100, Baby Groot, Adam slash I Frankenstein, Peter Parker, and then the number one most popular page, Carla Gugino. Now, I believe a decent portion of her popularity is probably because the picture of her looks like she's <laughs> almost completely nude. <laughs> yes, that I, is fair. I think Which these is are, also how she appears in most movies. I think these are random pages. These are just uh, like what people think popular so um anyway i looked up do you want to know the premise of cleopatra 2525 before we leave desperately okay so <laughs> it is an american science fiction television series that aired in syndication for two seasons from january 2000 to march 2001 um when complications arise during her breast augmentation surgery, uh -oh. 20th oh, century God. exotic so dancer Cleo, played by okay. Jennifer Skye, is put into suspended animation. Waking, two, waking 525 years in the future, Cleo joins two women in their fight against the Baileys, armed flying machines who now control Earth's surface. Her team leader, Hell, played by Gina Torres, who also performs the theme song, is, com <laughs> is commanded by a mysterious female entity called Voice, who relays orders via a communications impl uh, implant under Hell's right ear. It goes on like this. God, what? I think Hold this on. is so supposed I was right, to be then. horny. It, it is a kid's show. <laughs> no, it's definitely horny. <laughs> It seems too horny. Jeff, to you didn't think show. I was serious. Humanity has moved underground and built a complex of elaborate shafts and tunnels oh, created by the in quotes shaft builders. This is definitely a sex anyone. show for perverts. <laughs> oh man, the biggest crime is that I don't think it's available streaming online anywhere. <laughs> I've never because heard of the production every companies. I, guys, I'm going to take the homework to try to watch every episode of Cleopatra 2525 <laughs> by next that. time we record. <laughs> no, this is a nonsense. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> finishing the last episode and being like, oh, fuck, I'm that much closer <laughs> to death. <laughs> Uh, that's true of every time I finish anything. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> so this uh, this is the production company that brought you series such as Hercules, The Legendary Journeys, and Xena. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, yeah, Sam Raimi was heavily involved, which is how I know it's for purpose. Ash versus <laughs> Evil Dead and the whole Evil Dead film series. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, Jesus Christ. Is it meant to be connected to Barbarella, or is it just, like, space sex, the concept? I, I don't, it doesn't say anything about Barbarella. Okay, I guess that's more outer space and this is Earth, but bad, bad Earth. I, I found it, I found all of Cleopatra 2525 on Pirate Bay for a legal <laughs> download, you guys. Don't oh do Are that, you gonna though. do this to yourself? <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I might. I don't know. You're like that kid at a party who's like, who, who dares me to drink all this? And you're yeah. like, no, nobody dares you. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> you're going to oh, get alcohol man. poisoning. Don't do this. Yeah, maybe. Matt, do this crime to yourself. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm going to encourage him. If next week my thing that got me through the week was Cleopatra <laughs> 2525, that would be pretty funny, though. Oh, oh fuck. Jesus. Can we end? Can we end this? Yes. Oh, I'm gonna okay, die. yes, let's be done with this now. So, uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, sorry that I'm on cold medicine and probably a little bit weirder than I usually am this week, but <clears throat> hopefully it was fun. Uh, if you liked it, please uh, tell your friends and rate and review us on iTunes. That's the best way to help us grow. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us seeingreddit at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at hackthenetpod, and you can find me on Mastodon at mattheron at mastodon.cloud. I'm also on Mastodon, mastodon.cloud slash at JK. You can also find me on Snapchat and Instagram, Jeff JK. Um, those are like my only things, I think. You know what? Actually, no. I always say this, and then there's two other things. Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Jeff JK. You could give me $1 a month and just listen to more podcasts or see me doing like movie reviews, which is what I'm doing lately for my written portion. Uh, and $5 a month to get a random Steam code from my vast collection of random Steam codes. Uh, you could also DM any of us on any social media and we'll send you a link to the discord that we have for this show and for my other show creepy podsta mm-hmm. all done yep all right you can find me on mastodon at louisa at mastodon.xyz talk to me i love it mm. thanks to everyone who's been tweeting about us thanks to uh at the giant be with you for you. posting a link to our hacked version of the analytical wikis page for hackers uh it's i fun. love that i keep going back to reread it <laughs> <laughs> i put it on our discord it's wonderful <laughs> Yep, it's very good, and I'm very happy with how it turned out, and I like that we hacked it live on the air. So if you haven't listened to that episode, listen to it, and then go read that page. Um, All right, thanks, everyone. We really appreciate you listening. Please come back next week, but in the meantime, don't forget us, your net nannies. I'm gonna hack into the web. (sighs) Smoke it. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck! I got so close to the microphone. Stop it. (laughs) Sorry. ASMR. Somebody stop us. (laughs) Somebody stop recording this episode. This is a cry for help. (laughs) 